Welcome back, everyone, to episode three of Rap City Podcast. Kitch and Denno will once again be joining me shortly. Uh, we're going to look at you know where the raps are a third of the way into the season. We're going to talk very briefly about the Kawhi ceremony. I know we did not follow up on our mission to get you guys uh, an update right after uh, the game when Kitch and I were there. It's, uh, it's a long story, which I'm sure no one cares about. Uh, we're going to talk about potential trades out there for the Raps. We're going to talk about some Laker dominance, where LeBron fits uh, in the all-time zone. Uh, we got the NFL playoffs. We got some backyard gambling going on. Uh, we are going to review our much-anticipated downloads to date segment. Uh, we are going to uh, update you on Deno's wedding. We're going to talk about my colonoscopy uh, and. We are going to have a couple other segments, you know, the classics, what drives you fucking crazy, any other business. And in any other business, we're actually going to, I'm going to read out what I'm going to call our first ever piece of fan mail. Uh, so we're going to read that one out and uh, get some feedback on that. So should be a good show. And we're going to try and uh, make this one a little bit quicker. I know I say that every time, but we are actually going to try and make this one a little bit quicker. Um, but before we get started... First, a few words from our very good friend of the show, Coach Mike Singletary. No, no, no. You, you don't want me to go much further. Go right ahead. Ask your question. Vernon, Vernon just uh, it was something that I told everybody at the very beginning of the week. I will not tolerate um, players that think it's about them when it's about the team. And um, we, cannot make, we cannot make decisions that cost the team and then come off the sideline and it's nonchalant. No, you know what, this is how I believe, okay? I'm from the old school, I believe this. I would rather play with 10 people and just get penalized all the way until we gotta do something else, rather than play with 11 when I know that right now that person is not sold out to be a part of this team. It is more about them than it is about the team. Cannot play with them, cannot win with them. Cannot coach with them. Can't do it. I want winners. I want people that want to win. Kitch. Yo. <laughs> we are back. Episode trifecta. Giddy up, baby. Yeah. And I, I don't know how, uh, I know you guys thought about our first guest today, uh, Singletary, but that's, that's one of my all-time favorites. And unfortunately, like him, I'd like winners on this podcast, but I don't think I think I'm stuck as well. I'm, I'm in Singletary's boat right now. He was never the sharpest individual, but no, that was a good round. Do you want to go with one person? Do go, what do you mean? Do I want to go with one person or two or three? Oh, yeah. I'll, listen, I could go with one. I'd happily <laughs> go with one and take all the penalties <laughs> up and down the field. Just me. <laughs> all right. Listen, we are endeavoring to be less than an hour today. And that's uh, part of our fan mail section that we're going to talk about in any other business as well. So uh, let's get right into it. Raps, big win tonight. I say big win. I mean, those are teams they got to beat. But uh, we're third of the way into the season, Kitch. Give us your, uh, your, your educated opinion on the Raptors to this point. Still solid, a 19 and 8, so decent record. Um, the thing that still concerns me is, yeah, we play well against teams below 500. We still struggle a bit with teams above 500. Like you, even tonight, when the game got a little close, I never really felt that we were going to lose the game. It seemed like it seemed like yeah, they're going to they're going to pull away here sooner or later. So it doesn't seem like uh, 
doesn't seem like it, the concerns you have with the lower lower level teams. But when you get up against the upper level teams in the league, then uh, that seems to be where we struggle. And we still, I think, still need a a shooter that comes off the bench or somebody who can stretch the defense because he can make his shots from outside consistently and, and he scares the other teams. Denno? Yeah, I'm just, I was thinking about this today and it's like, you know, what's what's our objectives for the year? Like, are, are we actually happy with uh, just going two rounds, right? Or if we get past the first round, if we're, if we're happy with that, I, I, I think our team's fine. But if we... Uh, if our objective is to get the conference final, we got we got to do something big because we don't we don't match up with the top with the top three teams. I think I think we're in big trouble. So I think I think we got to do we got to do something. Um, you know, until tonight, Powell. Like I was checking Powell's stats the past uh, the past ten games, Th- thirty minutes, nineteen points a game, shooting fifty six percent, forty seven percent from three pointer. Like, where did that come from? So did you catch so, did you catch the end of the game, Dano? Yeah, Did you watch I any of Yeah, I saw he got hurt. Right, I'm going. Oh my god! Like, and so looked, my wife, who, bad who, who is an my wife, who is an athletic therapist, um, saw it. She goes, uh, "That's a uh, that's a, a broken collarbone." She figures just away. Well, I mean, he missed he missed 21 games last year with that with that shoulder. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, it, it didn't the way he was holding it and walking off. It, I mean, dislocated, cracked, whatever. He's out for a while, I think. So, I think so. another uh, a tough night on the DL list for us with Gasol and and uh, Powell gone mm-hmm. for indefinite periods. So I'm going to um, I'm going to finish off that thought on the wraps where we're at. So slightly different view. I actually like I give us an, a solid A at 19 and eight where we are right now. I think you know there was that rough patch of four or five games upon Lowry's return. Um, you know that I think that was you know we're going to get four or five game stretches like that. And again, it just happened to be against the better teams. I'm not convinced. That we can't run with Philadelphia, Boston. I mean, Milwaukee's a bit. Milwaukee's a bit of an outlier. I'm not sure anybody's running with them just yet. But I'm not convinced in a seven game series right now that Philadelphia would blow us out of the gym. I think that's a that's a seven game series potential uh, with that team on their home court. It might be a little bit different, you know, than it was last year. That said, I totally agree. We are like I, I think if we are keeping this team intact, and it's going to lead into our next top our topic. If we're keeping this team intact, then we are. I don't think we're playing for the conference finals. I think we're playing for the finals. And if we're doing that, then we need to make a move, right? We've got to figure something else out because kind of, uh, you know, the, the bench that we were lauding a little bit earlier, I mean, it's regressed a little bit. These guys are coming back down to earth. And and I think that was expected as well. But uh, I, I think I like the team when we've got our top eight. I mean, I, I like the team. It's just where I think we're a scorer short or a knockdown three guys short. Um, and then we're in, we're been at the uh, at the whim of Pascal, right? I mean, he, I'm not convinced he's that upper echelon player just yet, but we'll see. So I'm I'm actually I'm I'm pretty positive of where we're at right now. I know Denno, it's not like me, but that's I'm positive, Dave. Maybe it maybe maybe Pascal excels. If we get a score, then that opens things up for Pascal, and maybe maybe that's when he excels. Then, yeah, I mean, I, I think so. Right. And that's uh, but, you know, and when we get Freddie back, like I'd love to see Freddie and Lowry playing with each other, you know, for 10, 15 games straight and get that rhythm going again. I mean, that's a pretty solid backcourt. There aren't too many better in the East. I know two all stars. I know it's tough to get two all stars. So when when is Freddie back, guys? Like, what where, where are they saying? Nothing. They never tell you anymore. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's still he's day, he's listed as day to day. But my goodness, it did not look when he first got hurt. It didn't look like that was going to be as big an issue as it 
as it was. And now what's it been five games, six games? We're almost two, we're two weeks into this thing now. Yeah. So, actually, actually, Bart, I was tracking that. Ever since you said he's going to the All-Star game, he's been out. Yeah. I jinxed him. Totally exactly. jinxed him. That's right. Exactly. Yeah, that cost him. Cost him his I don't know what his uh, All-Star roster bonus was, but I, I screwed him. I screwed him out of that for sure. <laughs> uh, all right, listen. Um, Kitch and I went to the Kawhi homecoming game last week, and I know it's we're a week later, and it's sort of irrelevant at this stage, but we are going to mention it briefly because we did promise to do a quick pod after the game which there was zero chance of that happening because uh, Kitch has a drinking problem and he was, he was incapable. I was ready to go. I had my headphones on and he oh, was good. incapable. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So it was, that was unfortunate. Otherwise we would have had a very quick pod, uh, but we, we couldn't. So Deno, you watched it on TV and we need to get your perspective first because let's talk about the actual ceremony of, of bring Kawhi back because in the gym, in the, in the arena, it was, we didn't know what the fuck was going on with the whole steps and that's right. But tell us what, tell us what it was like on TV. Yeah. Like I, I turned my TV on at least a half an hour beforehand. I thought they're going to do something. They kept saying all the fans get there early, kind of all this kind of stuff. And then like they actually did actually did it during the introductions, which I thought they're going to do something before the game is what is, is the message I, I thought I saw on Twitter and stuff, but I could be, I could be wrong, but I don't know. It was like, it, it was like amateur hour again. Like, again, it's kind of cool having Kyle there um, and stuff. And then there was all this hoopla on Twitter about, you know, them tracing the actual shot. So because it was dark in there, um, you got to see it and stuff. It was it was kind of cool. But I don't know, like even the video, like it wasn't it wasn't over the top. And I, I think it's just them saying where we've we've moved on. And so like I was I was picking you guys during it saying, like, I think I gave it a three to ten or something where I thought it'd be easy to get a seven. So I wasn't overly, overly impressed, but three was high. Three was high. Well, yeah. I mean, Kish, from our perspective, like we, you know, you, we were anticipating the, the shot, right. They were going to show and everyone got excited for it. next thing. You know, it goes dark. We don't even see it in the arena. We are not fault. We have no idea. The footsteps are, are happening. So in the arena, you had absolutely no idea what was going on. And it kind of killed whatever mojo was, was going, but overall, but it's funny you say that, Deno, because I was just reading an article. Um, one of the guys on ESPN, he does a you know top ten things he likes, doesn't like, whatever it was. But he lauded like he he was all over the. He said it was the best player ceremony homecoming. He that wow. we set the, we'd set a new bar, and I was like, oh, wow. not my wasn't my impression of it. But hmm. in the arena, we you just it lost all of its momentum. But as I was saying to Kitch. That should have been a 15 minute ongoing, like standing ovation, clapping, chanting his name. Like, it should have just gone on and on and on. And I'm, I'm guessing TV didn't help that that cause, but screw TV. Like that was a chance to, to, to I think, to really do it right. And just again, like it, it fell flat for me. Yeah, like they had they told us to get to our seats half an hour before. So we got in there. They didn't do anything. No, they tried to create the playoff like atmosphere where the where the fans all sang the O Canada like they do in all the playoff games. So they had the whole fans singing O Canada, which is the only time they've done that in the regular season this year. And then uh, they brought him on. And you're right, they, like you got to get the announcer getting up to get people clapping, maybe chanting a name or or or, or get people going. And it was just kind of he went on. He shook hands with the players and the GM got his ring. And there was there was no hoopla to it. Like they. I, I think they screwed up the banner raising. I think they screwed up the parade. And now I think they've screwed this up. I just don't think they know how to, to run these type of uh, situations. 
Well, I guess when it only happens once every 25 years. True. You're not. Uh, I don't experience we're not, we're not the Yankees. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, all right. But, so, yeah, that, I mean, then the game obviously was a disaster and we fell flat. But that, let's not let's, that's that's old news. So let's not uh, let's not waste any time on that. But, you know, I think if anything, I think it, it uh, overall, it helps us from a free agent standpoint, as far as the way we treat these, these guys. And, and, you know, I'm, I'm optimistic in the free agency over the next couple of years that we will be in the hunt for some of these bigger names. So um, I think that it helps from that standpoint. So we were going to go into talking about a trade, right? A trade that maybe the, the raps have to make. And it's, and let's, let's look at it from two different perspectives because uh, my buddy Brock was emailing me or texting me in game today. And he, he asked us to cover, how are the Raps going to survive without Gasol? And this segment was going to be, let's talk about if you had to trade one, Gasol, Abaca, or Lowry, which one would you trade? So we're going to cover off both those topics because I, I do think Gasol, when we talk about who we trade, I'll tell you who I'm going to trade. It won't be Gasol, and I'll tell you why, which will lead into to sort of Brock's comment. But uh, Kitch, you got to trade one of those three guys. Who are you trading and why? Uh, if, if we can get a decent, decent quality player for a trade, I I trade Lowry. I would get I would get rid of I, and I think we ride the Freddie Van Fleet uh, wagon. If we get a really good a really good player with not a long term contract, and we give up that contract for Lowry Lowry yeah, uh, in the but, future. If we but Kevin if, research who who would you think that player is? Whew, I didn't go that far. Like who are we gonna, you're, what kind of quality are you going to get for a thirty three year old point guard? Who's got a thirty million price tag next week? I grant it's expiring after that, so there's some value there. But yeah. like, what is his trade value? You don't think you don't think some team that's really pushing to make a run, like like I'm, I'll go back to my Dallas pick. Like I think him and Dallas in Dallas with with Doncic and and Porzingis, that could be a pretty good combination in there. Uh, yeah, so, so I think those guys, those kind of team, a team that says I I have a chance to do it this year. We need a point guard. So why we got to eat next year? This is the year we do it, and uh, and but you're right, we got to get somebody quality back, and and that's that's the uh, that's the tough part because because teams that are in the run don't have that quality player. If we can't get somebody quality so, back, then I I release Ibaka. So yeah, I hear what you're saying. I think the problem with that, like if you go to a team like Dallas, what are they going to give? Like if they're trying to do something this year, yeah, true. I mean they're not going to give you they're not going to give you a real piece back. You're, you're now going to draft picks, but let's play that one out. Deno, what do you got? Yeah, so it's, it's kind of like my 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 first comment. If if our objective is is to win the championship, like we can't we can't get rid of Lowry. Like we don't we don't win the championship last year if we don't have Lowry. I know everyone everyone always trashes Lowry, man. Check check his stats, guys. His stats were off the charts last year. Uh, if our objective is to win this year, like I think I think Abaca, we can get more for Abaca because just because he, he's a bit younger. Um, Gasol, you know, I'm always going to say Gasol, he drives me freaking crazy. He drives me nuts. He drives me nuts, but I think we can get more for Ibaka, uh, than, than Gasol. Yeah. Both those guys aren't expiring. I think Gasol's 19 million this year and, yeah. and uh, Ibaka's 17. So yeah. Yeah. that's, but again, I don't think we're going to get a scorer back, uh, for either one of those guys. I think whatever we're getting, we're getting draft picks and maybe a, a you know, another, Hollis Jefferson type player. Go ahead, Denim. You don't yeah, put your but, hand up. You can, you can just be. But like I was thinking, like like in the playoffs last year, they, they were split in time, right? They're like twenty four minutes each, whatever. When it comes to playoff time, can Ibaka play? 
Can Ibaka play 38 minutes, 40 minutes? I think so. He he's he's a beast, right? And then who do we bring in for those eight, ten minutes? You get you get rid of Lowry, man. Again, I, I love Freddie V and you know, not now Powell's out and, and whatever. I just I I think Ibaka could play 40 minutes in the playoffs, whereas Gasol 40 minutes, you know, I'd be I don't know. I don't I don't like seeing Gasol for 40 minutes. Okay, so I agree we can't trade Lowry, right? If we're making a run, and I think we are, I think this team is being built to to make it to defend the title. So Lowry's too valuable to us from the standpoint of winning games. Like in crunch time, he's heady. He takes those charges. Uh, he's you know he runs the offense. As great as Freddie was without Lowry, I mean, I think they're in theory they're going to be better together in a playoff format. Like that's a pretty dynamic. Uh, duo in in a playoff setting so i wouldn't trade larry based on that as much as i think he does get us our most value for sure if we if we trade him he probably does bring us our most value now to my buddy brock's comment i think you guys underestimate what gasol actually brings to this team like i agree he's frustrated and obviously cannot shoot the basketball right now but man he is heady he is rocks he's by far a better defender than uh, abaka is down low He's heady. He passes the ball better than probably. Well, I mean, I'm not sure there's too many big men that pass the ball better than him. Uh, you know, he, he just brings a lot of intangibles to the. And if he ever does find that shot, then you know he's he's back to being a, a relatively cagey, wily veteran who's going to get you ten to twelve points, seven, eight rebounds, and four or five assists. Like that's that's pretty good in, in a playoff format. I would trust him more than I would trust Abaca. So I would 100% trade Abaca. I just don't think we're going to get much back for him. I mean, you have, you got to find a team that, well, you know, I guess if you found a team that was Toronto-like that thought they had a run at it, I mean, he's a piece. He's a total piece to a puzzle, um, but he's not going to get you. You're going to get a draft. You're going to get a maybe, well, I wouldn't say a first round. You know, I don't I don't think you're getting a first-round pick for him, but you may be getting a second round, uh, you know, that uh, if you want a spot-up shooter, then you're getting a spot-up shooter. Uh, you know, somebody's getting you your 12 to 15 minutes a game. So, Abaka is definitely the guy I go with, but I, I think I think we're about to see our struggles without without Gasol out there. I think you know the the whole Abaka, uh, Hollis Jefferson, and Bobby Boucher, Chris Boucher. That's going to be <laughs> it, it's not going to go as well as it did when Abaka went out. Yeah, I agree. I was 100 percent Gasol beginning the year, and now of those three, I probably be the, he probably the guy I would keep out of the three and. Uh, so I, I'm with you on that, and so that that leads us to the next question. Then do we, do we, do we not get anything for these guys? So do we trade future draft picks to to be uh, to be successful this year? Oh shit! Do we yeah, have any future that. draft picks? Like we've given we've given away so like we gave away our next draft. The Spurs have our draft pick next this upcoming draft, I believe, for the Kawhi trade. Yeah, they do. Yeah, I, I think we gave away. Uh, I'm not even sure yeah. we have one the following year. Two, we have a 2026 draft pick away, first round draft pick, 2026. For who, for Kawhi? No, I mean for for the guy we get now. We just give away like draft. Picks oh, I see. Yeah, yeah. Well, then you know what? You better win. You start giving <laughs> away draft picks three, four years out there. You better you better win the next two or three years. Yeah, that is that's a dangerous dangerous game, especially when our current GM is going to be in New York. He's not going to give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> that's another that's another show oh yeah we didn't put that on the agenda let's you know let's quickly talk you know, we, oh, so we are kitchen and I are in a bar uh last tuesday this is, this is what great raps fans we are uh we're in a bar on tuesday night before the game uh 
the, the night before the game. Right and after we did the this, podcast. Right after we did the podcast last week. Yeah, right, yeah right, that's right. Right after we from the uh, from the tower of uh, the Ritz Carlton. Uh, we're, we're, we're in a bar with like there's four other people and the bartender and you know we I don't know what we were doing but we were spewing something about our podcast this that and the other and he's like oh yeah you got a podcast great he's like what do you think of uh, you Jerry going to the Knicks and Kitch and I both looked at each other like uh what 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 do you <laughs> I hadn't heard that <laughs> and so I immediately Google it it's all over everywhere these rumors of of you Jerry leaving um so. I've obviously done a little bit of research on that since then. I mean, I think it's all speculation. I don't think there's any, I don't think there's any real meat to that just yet, but you know, and if he does go, I don't, it's, it's not the end of the world for me. I get it. He, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm your jury agnostic. Is your jury a road to Giannis? Is he a road to Giannis in the free agency? Yeah. I mean, I don't know what their relationship is, but I think the whole, uh, non-North American aspect to Ujiri is a good one for us, right? I think that's a, that's a draw. Like, I think he can sell the city. And I mean, I've said this before, right? I mean, I believe Giannis will absolutely give Toronto a look if he's looking to leave Milwaukee, which I'm not convinced that he is. Um, certainly when we were there last year, they got the sense that he was not going anywhere. But um, as far as Ujiri, uh, yeah, I mean, if he goes, he goes. Yeah, like like Urjuri, he he left once, right? Because he want he wanted to be the the big guy. Went to uh, went to Denver, right? Went to Denver. He got um, GM of the year, whatever. And then the Raps the Raps got him back. Like I don't I don't see why he wanted to take on that Knicks headache. Like why why would you um, go to New York? Like is that that place is that's going to take you like five to eight years to 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 rebuild that disaster, right? Like. Yeah. I don't see him. I know, but imagine, if, I, imagine if you're the guy who does it. Bart, are, are we going to do a bet, like a long-term bet on this one? Like, can this be like a <laughs> two-year? I'm tracking yeah, it. Kitch, I'm tracking. Just keep track. Or, or, or I give you odds. I, I give you odds. Is he the GM, let's say, in, in two years or something? Okay, so I would I would say, like, I, Dan, we're on the same page. I don't think he's going anywhere either. The only thing that I've read since the bartender at, at whatever bar we were at. In our, insider. Our, insider. our insider. Yeah. Our insider. <laughs> uh, I've read, I get the sense there's a little bit of acrimony with the fact that they haven't taken care of him yet. Like the whole Washington thing last year where they offered him, you know, it, there's, there's this, there's this underlying notion that he expect he was expecting to be taken care of in a meaningful way. And that didn't happen. And that his contract's up at the end of next year, I believe, not even this year. He's got one more year for this year. And I think he was looking, well, the speculation is that he was looking for that massive payout right now won the championship. So mm-hmm. if he is pissed about that, I guess that's the outlier. I don't know. But yeah, my guess is he's got a pretty good gig here. The city's perfect for him. Uh, as he said, right? That's, that's He loves Toronto. Um, so he's got to say, I mean, and he runs the, he runs the show. Right, and no James Dolan to deal with. So I'm with you. How about how about he goes to Brooklyn? Right, he said, "F you, Brooklyn." What about six years ago? Wouldn't it be great if we went to Brooklyn? <laughs> oh, can you imagine now? Oh my God, everyone's burning the mix. That would be great. Be Speaking of which, I'm uh, I'm going to Brooklyn. I'm going no to uh, January fourth. January fourth, Raptors. Yeah, I'm going to the game. Taking Bobby. Oh, nice. Taking my little shithead son, Bobby. After dark stadium. Still dark, dark stadium. Day. Mr. C, it's I don't, I've never been to Brooklyn. 
last two years, like it's the darkest stadium. You can't see anything. If you're in the lower bowl, you can't see anybody in the upper bowl. They don't turn the lights on in the place. It's, it's very bizarre. I don't think we'll be in the upper bowl. No, that's what Dado said. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, okay, so that's, that's it for the wraps. Uh, quickly, we're going to talk about the Laker dominance of the NBA, even though they lost last night. Um, they're 24 and four. You know, I, I, it's amazing. They're 24 and four. I've watched, I've actually watched a fair amount of them. Uh, I still have this, I think it's because I hate LeBron that I can't get with. Like, I still don't see them as being dominant, even though they're 24 and four and they look really good. And LeBron is playing at a high level and Davis is, but I don't know. I mean, they've had a relatively soft schedule, ton of home games. Um, but yeah, I mean, they're obviously they're, they're good. I, I, but that being said, would either, would you guys, would either one of you guys take them over the Clippers in a, in a Western conference final series? No, no, nope, definitely not. Nope. I think defense, the defense for the Clippers, I think when the game's on the line, will will step up. I think they got equally as good scores, but I think their defense will win them championship. Yeah. Like the Clippers got like three of the top, would you think three of the top six defenders in the league? Yep. Like, Defense yep. wins the playoff. Well, you go Beverly, George, and Kawhi. Kawhi, yeah, like, like George. Yep. Well, then Montrell's Harrell. He's not yep. horrible either. Like, if yep. he's pretty good, down, like yeah, they are, and they're deep. Like, yeah, they're eight, nine deep for sure. Yeah, yeah. So as long as, long as they're healthy, they're they're going to rest those guys like crazy. Both George and um, Kawhi are on uh, minute restriction and stuff early on. Like, yeah, they're they're going to they be so sweet, healthy. Sweet, look, look at the second listen. seed. And go. Yeah, I just don't know if the Lakers are, you know, LeBron and Davis are obviously the real deal. But then you've got Danny Green, who right now is, I mean, he's having a below average season mm-hmm. for sure, even though they're talking about how great he is defensively. Uh, and he's the, he's the perfect spot up shooter for LeBron. But outside, I mean, then you start to, you know, you're down to McGee and Dwight Howard and Caruso. As a, I don't know. That just doesn't yep. scream championship caliber than Kuzma who's they can't find a spot for him. Mm-hmm. Um so now Kawhi's I mean, one if, Kawhi. LeBron's one in the one in the past with with a very weak supporting cast. But I so I think if the, the Lakers are not in the league, yeah, I think he could still win with that type of cast. But I am saying well, sorry, when the Clippers are not in the league, I think he's swim. When the Clippers are there, I think they're yeah. what I think they're they're gonna wreck that that uh, LeBron and a bunch of mediocre guys sort of uh, history. Yeah, I mean, and when LeBron was winning with those teams, I mean, he was coming out of the East, and that's when the Heat, the East was historically weak. Um, you know, LeBron and that team, those teams do not come out of the current East right now. You put LeBron, you put those Cleveland teams in this East right now. There's no way they're coming out five, six, seven, eight times, whatever, whatever it was in a row. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, I agree. I, I think he, I think they're, I think they're in trouble when it when it gets to that. And this is, this is all, of course, when they stay healthy. Um, but it does lead into uh, the question, Kitch, and I'll I'll break it down for you. Here we go. All right, so, I'm ready. So the the question is: Should LeBron win this year? Going through a tough West, going through potentially a tough Milwaukee team, can he possibly lay claim to the goat? Now, just so everyone understands, all week there was back and forth with with Kitch and I as to what goat meant. I got a number of texts going, what LeBron and goat, what does that equal? I don't know what that means. So goat greatest of all time. Deno, that's what that means. Just so you know, goat is greatest of all time. 
Oh, uh, I, I know that. Oh, I do. So, yes. uh, but full disclosure, I'm a total uh, Jordan guy. Um, and so I don't know. I don't know that LeBron could ever eclipse him unless he got to seven titles uh, in a dominant way. But I'll tell you what, four titles, three different teams, he'd be the MVP of all three of those teams. Like that's, that's an impressive resume. Um, but I'll throw it up to you guys. Is there, can LeBron become GOAT if they win? No effing way. MJ is the greatest of all time. That, that guy, like, so the thing with, with MJ is, is, and I, I think the reason he's making the greatest of all time is he won so many defensive player of the year honors. LeBron, LeBron, great offense, probably, probably a better offensive production guy, but uh, he doesn't have to cover the top guy in the other team. MJ always picked that top guy and covered him the whole game and still averaged in his good years, averaged over 30 points a game in six or seven of his good years um, for still covering that, that guy where, where LeBron's allowed to rest a lot on D because he's got the mediocre guys covering against him. Plus, I've, I've watched LeBron live numerous times, and when, when watching LeBron, like if, if one of his players is on the ground – He's not running over to help him up. He's not patting his own players on the butt. He is a me guy. He, in my eyes, he's always been a guy that's really, really, really focused on LeBron and kind of treats the other guys like they're second-class citizens of them. So I don't have a lot of respect for the guy. Great basketball player. Don't love him that way. And I just, I, I don't think he ever passes Jordan. Okay. Well, just, okay. I'm with you. Like, it, I, I agree with everything sent down on you're coming up next, but let's just be clear. I don't know that Jordan was ever considered greatest teammate in the world either. True. Ask yeah, Steve he Kerr. People out. How, ask ask, oh, ask yeah. Steve Kerr how his right hand works. <laughs> right? But I get what you're saying. Like, And I think you're right. The, the defensive part is, is a huge piece of this that LeBron has got a total pass on with his career. Denham? Yeah, I'll take a different uh, perspective. I agree with what, what Kitch was saying there. So I kind of did some homework, which uh, Bart, I actually uh, surfed the internet. It's... Um, www.espn.com just in case you want to know so information super highway yeah exactly so checked out lebron uh, his his first 7 years in cleveland right wins 35 42 50 50 45 66 61 first two years no playoffs uh, lost second round then lost to san antonio in the final you guys remember that when he was like walking off the court crying didn't shake hands all that bullshit then lost second round, third round, second round. So leaves leaves after seven years. Um, couldn't do it, right? Uh, Jordan Jordan stuck with the same team. And then what does he do? He does that stupid thing: one, two, three, four, five, six, seven rings with with uh, Bosch and Wade. He gets he gets two rings there out of four years. Um, Ray Allen saved him, right? Like if you guys recall, like Ray Allen, oh. Bosch got that rebound. Like LeBron missed that. Horrible shot. Yep. Bosch got the rebound. Side three by Ray Allen, who is like money, money. Because for whatever reason, Tim Duncan is not in the game at that stage. That's going to be pop. That's the one that pop bitch, if he were ever to yeah. be honest, would say that's the one he wants to have back. But yes, I agree. Yeah, keep oh, going. Yeah. And oh, I want them to lose so much too. Oh my God. I've never cheered against a team so hard in my life. So, so anyways, he's done Miami. They're going, oh, where's the Bron going? Where's the Bron going? Oh, I'm coming home. I'm coming home. Well, you know why he's freaking coming home? Because he's already orchestrated his freaking team. He's already got the uh, Andrew Wiggins traded, first-round draft pick, got him traded for love. He's got Kyrie Irving, who's like a superstar and stuff. It's the only team that he could go to where he had a chance to win a championship. 
like everyone goes always going home, going home. He went home for rings. That's the only reason um, he went there. And then he goes and kills that team. That team's a disaster now because he fleeced them all, all their draft picks. Well, both, times, both times he left, both he, times. he fleeced that team. Fleeced them, left them like a, left them for dead, goes to LA. Only reason going to LA, do you promise to get me, you know, Davis? Do you promise this? Do you promise that? So this whole, I, I get players on more control now, but like Jordan stick with one team. Um, you know, he left for a couple of years, six, six, six times in the final, six rings, catch six MVPs, six MVPs, six freaking MVPs. Like, like, wow. Like, and probably, should like, have, probably should have 10, but you, know, you can make the same argument for LeBron. He only has four. Actually, uh, sorry, Jordan, only, Jordan has oh, five. Playoffs. Playoffs, five. I mean. He, Oh, playoffs MVP. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's got yeah, yeah, playoffs. Five rings. So, yeah. so like, I would, I would actually rank Jordan number one. Number two and three is like no one. Like, there's, there's no one. And then fourth, put Will Chamberlain and all, all the rest of this crap. Like, Jordan is on a, on a pedestal forever. So, that's what I think. Yep. I know. So, I'm in the same boat. But I just think it speaks to our age too. Like, I think we're, I think we're Jordan bigots because it's just like we saw it in, in his prime, and you just, and we've seen LeBron in his prime too. The game's different for sure. And I think I think the biggest thing for me is like it's well if Jordan was playing in this era, oh my god, it wouldn't be it, he you know, if Harden is scoring 39 yeah. a game, yeah. I mean, what would Jordan do? Right. Yeah. He would have developed that three point shot, he would have done whatever he had to, and he just would have like it would have been the number of times he would have gone to the free throw line, it would have been twenty times a game. And he'd cover right. LeBron and he'd cover LeBron for the game. Yeah. And like oh, I, I think for I've fun seen, and enjoy it. Yeah. I think I've seen it. every playoff game. But LeBron's been in the last, I don't know, 15 years, whatever. And it's like, do you guys have any memories of like him hitting that big shot? That like I I know all Jordan shots, right? Like I, I know LeBron's shots against the Raptors, but like right, these you know, so, some of those shots and stuff, but like I don't remember these big shots. It's like it's like Kyrie Irving when when they won in Cleveland, right? He hit the big three. Um Ray Allen yeah, hit the big had, three. Or, uh... LeBron had the yeah no I agree he doesn't have that defining no he doesn't finals except if you look at his stats yeah. in that uh, yeah. that Golden State Finals that they won like it's like it's off the charts like oh it's, yeah no it's yeah. 30, 10, and eleven or something it was I think he averaged a triple double yeah but I agree when crunch time but he's always been that guy like he, that's the difference too with Jordan and him I mean you cannot define LeBron in his crunch time whereas that's how Jordan was defined you don't think of LeBron as that guy. I mean, like last night's a perfect example. They're down three. They get the ball 10 seconds left. They're down three in Indiana. Up they come. And next thing you know, Rondo is shooting a 35 footer. And you see LeBron, you see LeBron in the picture. Like if that's Jordan, first of all, his teammate would have given him the ball. Right. There would have been no question about it. Like LeBron, like, like that is the difference. And I think the defensive part, kids, like you said, is a big one. Like, LeBron takes off. He's taken the defense off for many, many years. He still makes those the occasional block from behind the highlight reel stuff, but he is not a dom. He's never really been a dominant defender, and and Jordan clearly, clearly wasn't. Just, I mean, I guess the you know the ultimate question is that if the game's on the line and you're in the huddle and you're looking at LeBron and Jordan and you're the coach, I mean, it, there's never even a question. Like the ball's going to Jordan every yep. single time. You never once think, hey, you know, maybe LeBron should get this one. Yep, I agree. Or unless I'm in the huddle, like I I will draw a charge. I'll draw a charge and then fast break, baby. Fast break. <laughs> well, I think you meant like calling the play. I mean, I call the play. Okay. Um, all right. Uh, moving on. Let's uh, we're shifting out of basketball. We are going into the NFL playoffs, uh, which will lead into our backyard gambling. So, but let's quickly talk 
playoffs? Uh, playoff scenario. Playoffs. Playoffs. Uh, playoff scenarios. So out of the AFC, right now, if it ended today, you got Pittsburgh uh, at Kansas City, and you've got Buffalo at Houston with the Patriots, the two seed, and the Ravens, the one seed. You've got uh, Tennessee right behind. They're the only other team that can, can get their way in there. Um, yep. And they get basically, they have to win out and they need uh, Pittsburgh to lose one of their next two. So, which is doable seeing as, as Pittsburgh's got Baltimore on the last game of the season. But any, uh, any thoughts on that, on that playoff scenario that we, uh, we have in the AFC? So the big, the big game, obviously. So the, the Houston's going to play Tennessee in the last week, last game of the season. So that's, that's probably going to be the decider for that division. So that that'll be a good one, a good one to come down to, and really the big game this week is the Pats versus the Bills. Like that's a that's a good a, a good test. I'm not sure on the tiebreaker there with the Pats and Bills. Um, well, the Pat, if the Pats, you should know this thing you're the number one super fan. It's funny how you don't get a ring when they win a, um, a championship. <laughs> like, yeah. But um, the Pats can lose this week, win Week 17 against the Jets, since it's over. They like, still they, they still they, get the two seed. Yeah, they get it. Yeah. So like, yeah, if if a I believe if Baltimore wins this week, they actually got the whole conference home field clinched. So if that happens that week seventeen game, like are they gonna play yeah. Lamar Jackson in a yeah. in a nothing game against so we just say Tennessee? Like they won't play Pittsburgh. Right. Yeah, so Pittsburgh, free Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh needs that game to get in properly. But guys, yeah, the only reason why they might is to, is to keep Pittsburgh out. But guys, you know who the backup quarterback is for Baltimore, baby? Ex Redskin, superstar, rookie of the year, RG three, baby. <laughs> book it, book the win. Well, and you know what? There's no, there's no. Uh, it's not a lock that even with RG playing, that they wouldn't win that game. No, I mean Pittsburgh's offense is awful. We got, we got Hodges at quarterback for the. Yeah, I mean they can't score. They can't move the ball at all. Score. Now that being said. I think Buffalo's good. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Like, I think Buffalo's good. Like, I think they could win this. I mean, I think they could win. They probably won't win because it's it's new, it's in New England. But I'm like, I could see them. I could see them making a little bit of noise. I could see them walking into Houston winning that game for fun. Yep. And then if you're. I think so, for sure. If you're uh, the Bills and or uh, Baltimore, I don't think you want to see the Bills. Mm. Sorry, if you're New England and or uh, and Baltimore, I don't think you want to see the Bills. No, I don't like. So. And I say that, and they're not. They're not. It's like they're an offensive juggernaut, but they're solid defensively. You know, they they don't make too, their defense is good. And they're decent. I just got you. Got to rein in Allen. Like Allen, don't do something that's going to make us lose a game. Yep. So, I keep waiting for NFC. Buffalo. I I keep waiting for Buffalo to be the Buffalo of like last year and two years ago, and and they're not doing it. That they that Pittsburgh game, they they played perfect. Like again, it was the mo- it was the w- worst football game you could ever watch. But th- they played smart. They played in Pittsburgh. It's tough to win in Pittsburgh. I don't care if they got no quarterback, right? It's 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 tough winning there. So I don't know. They need yeah, Doug no, Flutie. Uh, I think they need Flutie Flakes to, to come back though. Calgary Stampeder, Toronto Rugana, Doug Flutie. <laughs> um, NFC. The NFC is crazy. So you've got Seahawks eleven three, Green Bay eleven and three, New Orleans eleven and three. And San Fran eleven and three, all jockeying for the number one seed right now. And it's so yep. that is going to be a circus these last two weeks. Um, I still think 
you know what? If New Orleans gets home field, then I would I would make them the favorite all of a sudden. You know, I know I know San Fran beat them, but I, I would make New Orleans the favorite. If any other team well, if any other team were to get home field, I don't think it matters that I think anybody could win. Yeah. Like Seattle, I, like Seattle just doesn't scare me at 11 3. Every game they play is is tight. And eventually you're not going to pull it out of the out of the fire. So um then obviously you've got the Cowboys at seven and seven in the four hole, but that's but think about that. Like Sam Fran, one of Sam Fran or Seattle is going to show up to Dallas. Yeah. On wildcard weekend. Jesus. You know, a 12 and four <laughs> team is going to show up to Dallas, to a seven and nine Dallas team. And, and then Dallas. <laughs> no, they have to win. They have to win. They have to go eight. They have to be eight and eight. They have to play field. One of those teams has to win. But like, who <laughs> is, Dallas, who's that Dallas team on, on Sunday? Was anybody surprised wow. there or just opponent was horrible? Well, I mean, it's amazing. Like, how bad can the Rams actually be? I mean, they, here they are the week, week before they destroy Seattle. They look good. You think, okay, well, the game. if they win this game, they're actually right in the hunt uh, of being in, in the play. Like, they'd be right there for the sixth seed. And then they just lay an egg. It just it was a disaster. So, I, I mean, I don't know. Is that Dallas playing well or is it just the Rams being the Rams this year? Like, so inconsistent. Um, I, I don't know. That, listen, Dallas is one and done. It doesn't matter who walks in there; they're losing that game. It's always it's always that Super Bowl hangover, right? They, they they always talk about whoever loses that game, like the next year, they just they just suck. Like they that team never makes the playoffs, right? It's just yeah, it's unbelievable. Well, like the Rams so the Rams in particular, um, apparently, and I get this this is a total from the Bill Simmons podcast I listen to. Uh, whatever they did in the, in that Super Bowl. Uh, they changed the defense to go. I don't know, I think they said it was six and one, whatever it was. They made it a subtle change to the, and which shut down the Rams. And every team that's played them this year has gone to that exact same defense against them. And it's, it's like McVeigh has not, yeah, has not adjusted. Like he's done, he's he's doing the exact same things that these teams are now figuring out exactly what that means, what it looks like. They don't pay attention to any of the pre uh, the pre snap calls that they're doing. Like just like they know exactly what's going to come. They've shut down the run. And they shut down uh, the long ball. So, it, it, I mean, obviously, it's, it's a copycat league like any uh, pro sports league is. Mm-hmm. But I'm shocked that for McVay to be considered this genius, mm-hmm. how does like how is he not adjusted? How is he? And now they've they've sold the future. They have no first round draft picks in, in either of the next two drafts, uh, oh. and they're salary capped right out. So yeah. Uh, yeah, this is the Rams. That was their. They had to win last year. Yeah, and for those that follow football, man, like yep. it's all about your draft. Like you can you can go from worst to first in three years, right? If you uh, if you pick right, right. So yeah, they're they're gonna be disaster in two years. I'm, two three I'm still years, they're done. I'm still going with San Fran out of that division. I still think I still think I think they got a good wake up call this week. I think uh, Atlanta running down the field, and I think their defense side out. We're we're gonna stop everybody. They got picked apart at the end of that game. And I think that was actually a good thing for San Fran. So I think that was a good wake up call before you get into the into the playoff stretch here. Well, I'll tell you right now, I will be putting a little bit of money on the Minnesota Vikings to win it all. Like I think they're good. I think oh. they're really, really good. They're gonna have great yeah. odds. Well, yeah, I mean, it as far as value, I'm not saying that they are going they're what they're gonna be twenty five to one ish. I think that's what they are right now. They're twenty five to one to win it all. They're like they're ten to four they gotta, they they got to win out most. They got to win out two games on the road in the NFC. 
Well, can I remind outside, you that outside I, outside of the dome, the dome stadium, maybe in Green Bay, maybe I, it's when I bet on the New York Giants to win the Super Bowl twice. Uh, I, yeah, I know you did. I know you did. They were they were the six seed both times, and they had to win three games on the road plus the Super Bowl, which they did. I'm just telling you, this is a team that is built that can do that. They've got a great defense, good running game. I mean, they're ten and four. They're, they they could easily finish the season twelve and four. Okay, Bert, talk. Okay, you didn't mention anything about the quarterback, so please explain, Cousins. Do you like that? Uh, Do you like that, huh? You like that? <laughs> well, we'll get him on the rant. We'll put that on the rant for sure. Um, I know that's obviously is their drawback. However, he's having ever since Thielen called him out, he has played. I I think no, you're right. You are right. He's the top rated quarterback yeah. Yeah. Uh, since that. Yeah, like, it's yeah. unbelievable how yeah. how well he's played since then. Now, granted, in the playoffs under the gun, is he going to make a stupid Kirk Cousins move? Probably that will kill them. But right now, I'm telling you, that is a decent – that's a decent play from a gambling perspective, which leads us into our backyard gambling section. Time to make our picks, boys. Kitch, please, please enlighten us as to no. where we stand, where we are in the standings. Yeah, I need, I need Can we fast forward this, this section? So, so last <laughs> week, Bart, with his Kansas oh, City minus mm-hmm. 11 pick, uh, Tennessee minus three and Minnesota minus two and a half. You went two and one, two and one in the week. So positive record sits at a running total of six wins, five losses and one tie. Uh, last week, Kitsch, Kitsch has the Green Bay minus four and a half, which is the only selection of one. He was one and two on the week as a running total of five and seven. And Deno, the under genius, goes to Giants, oh. New England, and Washington, and every game went over by like 20 points. Oh. All three of them. Terrible, terrible week for the unders. Absolutely terrible week for yeah, the unders. Was, yeah, t- tell me about it. It was, an expensive, week for, it was an expensive week for the unders. It was an expensive week for the unders. Uh, correct picks for Denno was 0 and 3, 0 and 3. He sits at a record of 4 and 8. 4 and 8. <laughs> 33.3%. <Hit> the opposite. <laughs> and I love how you're texting us, guys. This is the one. Your three game parlays, and that was that was genius. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, that was that a great parlay. Yeah. All right, let's uh, let's quickly run through these because we're trying to we're trying to break the hour mark, and we're we're we we got a chance to do that if we if we if we keep this going. So uh, so the loser, first loser, Denon, let's you at four and eight. Give us your picks. Give us your no, three unders. I'm going. Uh, I'm going last. No, you oh. don't get to go last. All no, right, I'm, the first. I'm, not, I'm not going. I don't that. Oh, all right, he has no picks this week, My so he'll stay for I would bet on all three of these. Uh, New Orleans minus one over Tennessee. Um, wow, I'd watch New Orleans Monday night. Pretty solid. Tennessee, kind of shaky. I know it's in Tennessee, um, but minus one. That's uh, that's the one I like probably the most of the week. I will take KC minus four over Chicago. I still do not believe in Chicago, and uh, I think KC wants to win this game and try to back backdoor themselves into some sort of a, a better seed in the playoffs. Okay, so can we just can we just live in reality here and go to current odds? So. Oh, the all right. The Saints are now minus three, so let's really? go with that. Yeah, and the and the and the Chiefs, the Chefs are minus six. Minus six, oh, still, still, yeah. still, still good. All right, minus three, minus six. Those are still good. And what's your third one? Green Bay. Monday nighter. So that's Green Bay plus five and a half in Minnesota. Plus, plus five and a half in Minnesota. I love that one. You put it on the money line there, but uh, yeah, that's a, I. I think that's it. That's a Bart, do you know, a field, field game. Do, do you talk to your wife this way, Bart? Like pointing out all the wrong things and stuff. Like you'd be tough to live with. <laughs> you don't like I don't know how many times I have to tell you this. You don't get 
to be CEO of a Fortune 5 million by patting people on the back. All right. Fortune 5 million. <laughs> That's how this works. <laughs> All right, Daniel, you can go second or I, I, you want to you stay to the end? The end. You want to go yep. to the end? All right. Okay. So I'll go. Uh, first place, Dave Bart will go. Um, so I'm sticking to a steady uh, slate of Saturday games here because I like them all. I am Houston Texans minus three. Tampa Bay is absolutely depleted um, at, at the wide receiver position. Both the receivers, both their all pros are out. Um, and we got Jameis Winston, who obviously is good for two picks. Uh, so I love, I love the Texans minus three. I love, I mean, I absolutely love the 49ers this week at six and a half. And that is, you know, that's what we call free mistake on the board. There's a mistake on the board. Clearly the Rams are done and San Fran has to win this game after laying an egg last week against Atlanta. That Atlanta game was a disaster for them. They're going to they're beat the Rams by 40. That's a four. That, that spread should be 36 and a half. And then I'm going to stick. Uh, I'm going to stick on the Saturday slate. I love, I don't love, but I like, I like the Patriots at six and a half against the Bills. Smart man. No, Smart I shouldn't. Man. Smart man. I shouldn't. Because, but you know what? Buffalo's all jacked up. They've made the playoffs. You know, this is, you know, they know they're not going to win the division. So it's like, uh, you know, what are we, what are we really playing for here? New England's New England, New England. So it's going to be, yeah. So those are my three. I'm, I'm, I'm Saturday only. Well, no, I'll be three and oh, you guys going into Sunday and you'll, the mountain will be that much higher if you guys decline come Sunday. <laughs> all right, Daniel, if you want to, if, if you're joining us, this is now your time. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks, Bart, for those great picks. Um, I'm going to go no unders this week and I'm going to um, mix it up. I'm going to take uh, Tampa Bay. Feeling really Ooh. good with them, all the injuries and stuff. They should do really well. Sounds I'm like a wager. On the, bills, like a wager. the Bills bandwagon. Big, <laughs> I'm a big Bills fan. And you know what? I I, now I know I'm good. I, I actually watched that me, Rams game. Let me guess, actually, can, I guess your, can I guess your third pick? The Rams. The Rams. I, I watched that Rams game. They actually played pretty good. They actually played uh, played pretty good, so yeah, I'll I'll take those three Saturday games. Feeling really confident about them. It's called against the Bart. That's what it's called. Against the Bart. <laughs> against first place. Against first place. <laughs> I hate no, football. That makes, per- that makes perfect sense. Bart, I told you how much I hate football. I can't stand watching it. Oh, it's the worst sport ever. The worst sport. Worst sport you know, ever. It- Sport from a ratings perspective, I think the ratings people would agree with you. It's, oh my god, they don't like watching baseball. They don't like watching baseball. This is strategy. Um, Kitch, you want to talk? You want to talk? Kitch, you want, you want to tell us some college stuff that you like coming this up? Week, so, you, yeah, so this week, yeah, this week, with that for a second. I'm, oh, yeah, boy, that I think you really should get on the Friday night Frisco Bowl. So, San Fran, <laughs> get again, Utah, what's it called? You, Tostitos, like, like San Fran Frisco. Oh, okay, Frisco get, Ball. Yeah. Get on Utah State over Kent State in the Frisco Bowl on Friday night. Utah State won three of the last four games of the season to get to a record of 7-5 and five to get into the bowl game. Kent State hasn't been in the bowl in a while. Um, rattled off three consecutive victories at the end of the season to get into the, into the bowl themselves. Uh, Utah State's got better coach, better running back, better quarterback, um, and play in a better league. So I, I just think if you can get on, if you can get on, 
Utah State less than a touchdown, so he's got a minus six or minus six and a half, I think, is what you see on the sites. Uh, you know, a little action on Friday night. That would be my uh, college pick for the for the weekend. Well, that's, uh, I'm Amazing, sure the listeners man. will be all over that. <laughs> Kitch, can you send that via text? I wasn't really listening. <laughs> you can listen to the podcast. Yeah, I kind of zoned out, too. <laughs> Uh, all right, well, we'll get into bowl season. We'll do bowl season uh, in our next our next pod before the, yeah, when the uh, bigger when the bigger playoffs. Yeah, 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 we'll def- we'll definitely do that. Uh, all right, so next item on the agenda, I believe, is uh, our downloads. How many downloads to date? Which I'm actually trying to pull up right now. But for yeah, whatever how, reason, how do we actually track this? And, and so my kids came to me and said, "Well, how many sites you want? Do you want a bunch of different sites? Because how do you, you can't you, you, right, you should be on one quickly, site." Quickly, you're, you're wasting time here in my, right. in my quest to get us under an hour. So okay. Simplecast is the platform that we use, and it aggregates all of your downloads across all the platforms. Huh. Okay, so that... Bart, yeah. is it that simple? Is that what it's called, Simplecast? <laughs> well, for most people. Thank you. <laughs> um, but for some reason... Yeah, I'm on. I'm on there right now, but it's this is this is not great uh, Art, podcasting. Art, don't but, you sell so like IT solutions to like the reinsurance industry? Can't you figure your homework, out? Bart? Come on, get on this before the show. Don't make I our did, viewers wait. Um, but I was I was trying to get it. I was trying to get it up to date. Up to date. Um, but I think, what's like, the date today? Two weeks ago. The date today oh, is as, in like, as of right now. 18th, Wednesday, the 18th of December, yeah. 2019. Fuck! It's not showing. It, I'm right here. It says all time downloads and it doesn't give me a number. This is bullshit. All right. We'll let people know. Anyways, but I can tell you what it was two days ago. I can tell yeah. you what it was two days ago because I was on Was here. it 30? Because you had 30, didn't you? You had, you had 30, 35. 35. Oh, yeah, 35. It's done already. Uh, was it close to 35? Do you want to guess what it was uh, done on two days ago? 64. Catch? I will guess uh, 250. Two whole oh, well, you're no, you're uh, Deno, you both were half off. It was 122 two days ago. Nice, nice, Kitch, yeah, good not guess, bad. Kitch, good not guess. Bad. Um, yeah, not bad at all. And I should let everyone know that we are really close to having a Twitter handle, uh, and an Instagram handle that will be on our next pod. I'll have that up and running, uh, by then. Then we can get look at we can get feedback, we can get mail, we can get comments. It'll be great. So we're almost, we're almost there to have all of our. All Bart. of our handles will be Bart, are, we Twitter Twitter Bart, are we Twitter going bird? global? Bart, are we going global? I think by definition, once you're on the World Wide Web, I think you are global. Now, do we have do we have global listeners? I, I don't think we've breached. I don't think we've breached Canada. Yeah, well, Canada, Bermuda. I don't think we've gone outside oh, yeah. those two countries yet. Yeah. We got that. We got. Uh, <laughs> I think we're still Tim and Tim and uh, Savannah. He's, he's on there too. Oh, yeah, Timmy. That's that's true. Well, we don't know if he's downloaded yet, but yeah, he's, he's <laughs> we sent the link. We did. So, 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 Bart, uh, Bart, I, I feel pretty confident that I'm going to win that bet or that that contest for how many downloads. What? What was your What was your ultimate pick? You, I went to one seventy five. You did one seventy five. I did one twenty five. Catch you at one twenty five. Catch you need to slow. Yeah, you need to slow down on the downloads. All right, I can, I can, I can. It's all my friends are listening. You guys didn't even told anybody we're doing this, so so I can stop them. That's true. Oh, yeah. Catch more friends uh, than us. Ooh. Yeah, but you were trying to tell me something too about some buddy of yours is going to blast it out. This that that. Whatever we'll see. Yeah, we, we will. We will get more of an audience. Because my daughter. More... My daughter was going to blast it out. That's who was doing it. Your daughter. <laughs> well, with yeah, yeah. Uh, but you know, it's funny. Uh, Bobby, my old, he loves it. He he thinks it's great. He thought he thought when his biggest thing that he was like, Dad, it was so funny when Deno said Harden for MVP and Kitch just 
beat the shit out of him. <laughs> <laughs> and he loved it. He told him, he's like, yeah, hard. He's like, and he was like, hard. That's a joke. <laughs> hey, Bart, my, my best feedback was from a, a good friend of mine. He goes, yeah, I've only met Bart once and he was really hammered. I, I didn't think he was that intelligent. Like he's actually intelligent. <laughs> Is this guy going to meet the wedding? Yes, he, yes he, he met you in Vegas. He met you in Vegas. Yeah. At the, wedding. the night I gave you $25 for a cab and you just put it on the blackjack table and then ended up walking home <laughs> that night. <laughs> what, I did that? Yeah, you did that. <laughs> hey, give me $25 for a cab. Give me $25. So I gave you a green chip. You put it on black. All right, put it on the blackjack table. It didn't work. Then you started walking home. Well, you know, I can't win if you don't play. <laughs> can't win if you don't play. One more hand. Just one more hand. All right, uh, Deno, listen, uh, I think we mentioned the last podcast that you're getting married in January, end of January. Why don't, uh, why don't you update the 122 listeners? I doubt we still have 122 listeners, but why don't you update whatever listeners we have out there? What is, what's on the agenda? Is the boat happening on Sunday? That's the only reason is why the I'm going. Is the wedding happening? Like, do I need to get some trip insurance? Do I need to get some insurance? Is Fawn Denome under a sentence? I have a sentence. Denome, yes. be a sentence. I have a couple of announcements. The The wedding is oh. still on. So um, the, the wow. wife has sobered up oh. and everything. She passed all the all the tests and stuff. She still wants to wants to move ahead. You know, there, there's been a lot of conversations about this boat. And do you guys yeah. remember, was it the um, Minnesota Vikings had that issue with that with that boat party? <laughs> yes. Remember? Yeah. Was that, yeah. was that 15 years ago, right? I'm I'm concerned about my guess. I'm I'm concerned about my guess. So the boat we're not we're not too sure about. We're not too sure about. But Bart, anyways, Bart, I think we got we got to organize the boat, Bart. I think yeah, it's obvious. This ridiculous. We got to organize this. Bart, tell us where you're at. We better than the wedding. Tell us where you're at, Deno, and we'll finish the boat thing. Just no, tell us where you're at. I'll give an update next week on the boat. I, I am looking into it. But anyways, yeah, for all the listeners out there, anyone interested in coming to the wedding. <laughs> um, it is it is an open invite. Uh, oh. You can just email me um, just ten thousand dollars. I'll uh, reserve your reserve your spot. Um, it may include a spot on the boat um, as well. Sunday could be a boat, boat, no boat. It's gonna be a good it's time. Like fire festival. Where, yes, where is this wedding? Dental? Where's this being held? No idea what the fire festival is, do you? you too. Oh yeah, we do. Concert never happened. It's awesome. Oh yeah, fuck you knew that. Awesome. I'm shocked. Yeah, fire the wedding. Festival, uh, the weddings in Jamaica, man. Yeah. So, but, um, what about the, uh, I've had multiple emails about the stag in January. Anything, anything we need to know about there? Uh, or was that, that wasn't a secret, was it? Yeah, it was a secret actually, right. but I heard it's on a, on a Saturday <laughs> and uh Kitch said, then I'll take the whole month off. That's, that's all I've, uh, all I've heard. Uh, that's what most RBC guys do. Yeah, <laughs> oh, God. Makes sense. Uh, all right. Well, Dan, listen, I am, yeah, I, I think the, I'm just excited to see if the wedding actually comes off. If Fawn Denome actually takes that name and says yes well, Bart, in Jamaica. Bart, if, Bart, if you do show up, I got a signed Van Vliet, Van Vliet, not Fleet jersey for you. Signed. I have to give it to my wife. Yes. It it, it, oh, no. It, I, I wouldn't get you something. It's got to be someone who has like, like who has more pain in their life than Bart's wife? I've never met Bart's wife. I just She's deaf. I want to hug her. Deaf. I want to give her a big hug. Give her a it's big Becky, hug. It's Becky I E. Becky I not Y. Becky I E. Becky, yeah. Like Denome. Denome. It's Becky. Becky. Thank you. Becky. Becky. Uh, all right. Well, listen, then we'll look forward to that uh, that weekly update. Uh, all right. Here we are. Last two segments. What drives you fucking crazy? And any of the business. Uh, 
Who's going to start? Kitch, seeing you, did you bail last week on what drives you crazy? I know what yeah, drives you crazy, did. so I got, I got two again yeah, this so week. you're up. All right, my, my two drives me crazy. First one is. Why do you always four? have two? It's supposed to be one. Why do you always well, have two? I, I didn't have two last week. I had zero last week. So I've I got almost had an I'm hour. averaging. I'm no, averaging two. Go. All right, just go. Just hurry up. <laughs> First lane on the 401 drives me crazy. You know what? <laughs> if you are driving the same speed as the person in the second lane, then pull over and drive in the second lane drives me nuts these people who drive 100 kilometers an hour in the first lane and refuse to pull their car over when they're when they're going no faster than the person in the second lane well toronto traffic in oh you're, you're not talking toronto you're just talking anywhere in the 401 i'm actually talking anywhere even i-75 yeah, yeah, any, anywhere anywhere in the, anywhere yeah. in north america like, stupid it, driving is an epidemic it is it's getting it's worse it's getting worse i don't um, go further. All right, and the yeah, second should, thing. Yeah. Careful. careful, careful, careful. You know where I'm going. I'm trying to track all audiences. <laughs> and my right, and sec- second driver drives me crazy, and we face this with uh, with the uh, Kawhi game at Toronto. We got so we bought some decent seats uh, for that game, and the NBA has now decided to put, or at least the Raptors have decided to put these high back chairs for the players so the 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 back of these chairs now are probably a foot to a foot and a half higher than they than they always were been always have been and then the players now sit on these on these cushions because it's better for circulation and knee circulation so the players are sitting on a on a a foot above where they usually sit in the chair anybody in that row who sits behind the players bench or the second one you can't see a thing you cannot see a thing of, of the play when we were at the game with bart and i were at the game a guy from la who was who was with the Clippers came over and he talked to us and he said, "Listen, uh, we're thinking of doing this in the Clippers stadium. We're thinking of putting high back chairs there. Um, what do you guys say?" And we said, "It's a horrible idea." And I know a guy who has season tickets who sits there. He changes season tickets to another section because of these high chairs that are put in there. So I either sink the floor and let the let the fancy above it, but don't make that high 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 paying uh, uh, person who's sitting near the bench have no ability to see the game because the players are sitting up too high. Yeah, I, listen, I. I was I there with first you, world so I, I, I totally, yeah, total first world problem, but I totally agree with you. I think, I, I think the first two or three rows right behind the benches are no longer great seats because you are dealing with those monsters. Right? <laughs> you were standing up those six foot nine, seven foot guys who stand up like, so it's, yeah, it's, it's hit or miss, but yeah, I'm, I'm with you. Yeah. Kitch, I remember you gave a, you got us those amazing seats to game seven. So about, three, four years ago, we're, we're basically on the bench. And like the last two minutes, we did not see the game because the we team, did. We did. you know, we had Bebe at 7-1 and whoever was on the bench. And like, we, we didn't see the last the two minutes. We could see it between the legs. We're looking between the legs. Yeah, between the legs and stuff. Now, the seats were amazing, but I was like, it's just, yeah, they got to, like, I think, I think in college, don't, don't those college teams actually lower the floors? Like in those, they sink the They sink the floor, floor right? Same, but they sink the final four, they do most. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, yeah. the, yeah, the final four, they're always stepping, uh, stepping down, right? In the court or stepping yeah. up. I can't remember what it is, actually. They're stepping yeah, stepping up. up. Actually. They're stepping, stepping up. up. All right, yeah. Yeah, up to you. What drives you fucking crazy? Yeah, you know, I didn't, I didn't have one, and then I just, I, I just thought of, I, I just had That's one right. that, that I thought of, and everyone's been through this, you know, with the email culture and stuff, and it's like, you know, what person at work, email goes out to the company, and they respond to the whole freaking company. <laughs> Re- I agree. <laughs> Thanks. Well, well Not done. Sure. 
So, so now at, at my company, we don't even use email. We, we use Slack. I don't know if you guys know Slack. It's like a, yeah, yeah. Like a I MSN well, messenger on steroids. I'm in the industry, so I know. Oh, thanks. It's the, uh, you, it's uh, the Microsoft Teams. Yeah, you sell IT solutions to reinsurance. I remember that. So That's anyways, right. we, we, we have this, we have this like, so in, in, in my division, there's a thousand people. And this, this person today goes and pings the whole company a question that she could have asked anyone beside her, anyone, whatever. And then like the, our head VP has got to respond to it because it's, it's kind of an idiot question. And then she responds to him with another question. I'm going, okay, a, a, a thousand, a thousand people have read this and wasted like, and everyone's going, who is this person? Like everyone's researching, <laughs> who is she? Where does she work? What division? She's on our team. It's like, so anyways, I try to be freaking nuts. No, but it's so true. Like, I agree with that. I even hate generals reply to all. It's like, I got a buddy here this week who is uh, organizing beers tomorrow night. And there's like 50 people on the list. And every, every time someone hits reply to all to say whether or not they can make it. It's like, just reply to that guy. I don't need 900 responses to see who's coming for beers. I don't need a shit coming for beers. I know I'll be there. That's all I care about. Or the guy who replies to all and says, not sure yet. <laughs> yeah. He replies to everybody and says, not sure <laughs> yet. Like, if you're not sure, don't respond. Like, like so we, anyone, want, we want to respond. Never reply to all. It's like anyone, anyone listen to the podcast, if I send a freaking email out and you respond all, I know where you live. I'm angry about this. That's a good one. <laughs> uh, that's true. It's that, now that's, that's, yeah, you, you weren't even ready for it, and that's what you came up with. That's probably the best one we've had so good. far. That was probably the best right, one. So I'm gonna part. I'm gonna finish with. Uh, so today was a big colonoscopy day, and <laughs> as anyone who's had one of those, we know that the prep starts not the day of, the day before. In 2019, someone has to explain to me why this process has to start at three o'clock the day before. It has to be a gruesome ordeal until eight, nine, 10 o'clock that day. And then they ask you to wake up at four in the morning to start the exact same process all over again. I can assure you when I went to bed last night, 1130, there was nothing left of me. So <laughs> to have to do it, to have to set my alarm at 345 to get up, to chug the liter of shit that they give you, to then just piss that no, out for the next five hours. Yeah, like I literally, I'm in the waiting room. I'm in the not waiting room. Out the front. I'm I no, yeah, it's not coming out the front. It's yeah. Oh. Um, but I'm literally in the waiting room today. Ass out, because that's I'm in that's up in my garb. Ass it. And I'm like, I'm like, I totally I'm like, I can't go in there yet. I have to go to the bathroom again. She's like, Oh, you should be done that by now. I'm like, I know yeah. I should be done by now, but I'm not. <laughs> it's just, and you don't but you don't have a big window medicine. there. You gotta modern get on medicine. that. 2019. There has to be there's gotta be a pill. There's got to be a one-time, like, take one pill, you go to the bathroom for half an hour, and that's it. It's all so you could you could eat till 3 o'clock the day before? No, no, no. No, that's when I had to take my the movie prep. I couldn't eat. I had to shut it down midnight on Monday night. On right Tuesday, yeah, you can't, they don't let you eat for, like, a day and a half. And no, then you yeah. drink this this nitrous oxide. I don't know what that stuff you put oh. in your – and it just – oh, I okay. tell you that. Okay. I, you okay. know how hard it is to watch a movie I, while you're doing that? Yeah. It's very, very difficult. And the first time I did, I said, yeah, I don't really think I have to go. No, if you think you might have to go, you go. You run because it's coming. It's <laughs> yeah, coming. Okay. okay, you know what? 
you, you know what's worse? Or and I, I have no. Oh, imagine like imagine being a doctor, right? You go to school for eight, ten years, and what you have to do to like all these men is play the stinky finger game or whatever, right? You got to stick your finger up there and stuff. Like, should there be like, we got dildos, we got all this stuff to take care of everything. And you guys stick your own finger up there and go, Hmm. Like, this will, uh, come on. This will family portion of our show. <laughs> oh, that's right. Sorry. Yeah. I hear you. I hear you. That'll, that'll be something that's I aspire to. Why there's an E next to our podcast. <laughs> All right. Uh, last but not an hour and five. God, we're, this is not. This is going to lead right into my uh, my any other business. Uh, any other business, Denon? Do you have anything for us on this? Uh... I have to go to bed. No. Yeah, no, I hear you. Catch. <laughs> my only mine was Bills versus Patriots. Pat Pats, but you guys touched on that, so I'm good. Patriots. Pat Pats. Patriots. Pats. Patriots. Got mixed it up. Jesus Christ. All right. My my last one. Any other business? Um, this is our what I'm going to call our first fan mail. So we're going to read this in our first fan mail. This comes from a young Kate Marcotte, 13 years old, friend of uh, friend of the show. Uh, no, no, no. She, she said she would down, but she'll down. But uh, here's the feedback I got from her uh, on WhatsApp last night while I was uh, prepping for my colonoscopy. Is Kate hey, gamble you. like your father? Is Kate gamble like your father? Kate says, it's a, no one gambles like her father. Uh <laughs> Hey, Dave, I've been listening to your podcast a lot lately. I love a lot because we've had two episodes. Uh, and while it's very entertaining, I have some feedback. Firstly, I would like to say that this that it is unnecessarily long. And if you're trying <laughs> to get your subscribers up, it would be more hooking the shorter it is. Through that one. Overall, great podcast. Can't wait to be featured in it. So that, that's, our, that's our first fan mail. You know what? Constructive criticism. Positive feedback. Listen, I'll take it. But she is right. We got to get these things a little bit shorter. We do. I read seven minutes. Yeah. Maybe we should just add a note, Denno. <laughs> we could do that. Denno. Yeah. We could yeah. add a note, Pretend he's on. Just watch him speak. Don't don't um, so, Kate, when you listen this week, we're an hour and eight minutes. Yeah. But we are. We are. We are striving to get this thing under an hour. Forty-five minutes is our target. Kate, what's 20 more minutes of your time? Free it up. You're 13. You're not that busy. Come on. Mm-hmm. All right. Shut across about a 13-year-old. That's nice. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, all right, boys. Listen. Well done. Another uh, another episode in the books. And we are uh, we, yeah, we are out of here. And we'll be back at some point next week. I haven't looked at the schedule yet, but we'll uh, we'll find a pertinent game. They plan. Oh, you know, maybe we should try and do the 26th, uh, day after Christmas. Christmas Day. Christmas Day, baby. Yeah. Christmas Day. Yeah. We're doing Christmas Day, but yeah, maybe the twenty sixth. That's what we're, that's where we're shooting for. Well, it's all about you, Bert. Sounds good. All right, boys. He's a CEO. Well done. Later, boys. Take, right. Take it home, Kawhi. Take it home, Kawhi. Kawhi up top looks at the clock, turns the corner for the win. 